Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov careers slash USBP. Uh, I'm Luke, though, editor and runner of the website, thecustomtv.com, joined, as always, by Gary in the London-ish area. Yep. Well, I'm in the London area. There's no dispute in that. Well, I, I'm not seeing your records. Yep. And uh, Matt, who is in the north, baking. Oh, Hello. Question on, Hello, Luke. Question Hello, on, Gary. Hello. question on everybody's lips tonight. Is, but you, you is like... You liked it last week when I said hello to Gary, so I think I'll make yeah, it. Yeah, that novelty's worn, worn yeah. off now. I don't <laughs> like it. I prefer it when you only say hello to me. Right, at the moment, um, I'm doing two types of cookies. I've done one already. These okay. are these ones I'm doing now are apple and cinnamon with a maple syrup glaze. So I never really understood that because apple is sort of cinnamony anyway, isn't it? So why would you do apple and cinnamon? Not no. Really. Cinnamon's I a completely different taste to apple. No, I always... Uh, I you need to get that checked. Apple's like a fruit. I mean, just I'm, tell, I'm tell Gary what you've I've currently got my fingers in the uh, doing the other dough, but if you let me just wash them, then I'll... No, no washing. I'll <laughs> <laughs> bear with them, I'm getting a call. Oh, hang on. That'll be Mary Berry asking for the recipe. <laughs> Hello? Sorry, Paul, yeah. I'm a bit busy right now. <laughs> Ain't it all right? You turn up at the right time to do the Blooming Podcast. I t- I'll tell you what he's baking while he's busy. He has baked already chocolate chip cookies with bacon. What? Yeah, chocolate chip cookies with bacon bits. And he has yet to I mean, try I'm, them. I'm, I'm a connoisseur of the food. That's wrong. Yeah. What happened was, I think I was doing it from an American recipe... And I think mm. there was some problems with the... Because it's all in cups, isn't it? Um, yeah. So there's some problems with the measurements, and some of them were a bit bottom-heavy in that the chocolate chips and the bacon sort of outweighed the amount of dough that there was. But some stru- <laughs> some, held, some held up stru- structurally. I am going to try one of the ones that didn't. If you've tuned in for the TV stuff, we do endeavour to get to that at some point. Within the right, do you think ready? anyone actually turned the TV stuff, do you think? I don't know. Here I'm going go. to start eating so this So tell now. us again what it is. It's bacon and chocolate it's, biscuits. It's, yeah, it's, cho- it's basically normal cookie dough, then yeah. chocolate chips, and the bacon isn't just sort of put, it's like crumbled up. So you cook right. it, cool it, and then just sort of crumble it up so it's like a filling you, rather than just... Can you just wait a second while I get 999 on standby? Yeah. Press the 9... <laughs> Yeah. Okay, go. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, come on, you Gary. Go. Let me go. I'm going now, okay? Yeah. Silence. It's not a good sign. He's been sick. 
Yeah. Well, no, you'd hear that. Let me just have a bit more, hang on. Oh, it's, it's well, Moorish. It it's obviously... <laughs> it's obviously Moorish. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think the bacon's well incorporated into... Good. The sweetness. Like, it just gives it a bit of a... I know this is going to sound like an innuendo, a bit of a salty kick. Like salted Ooh. caramel, maybe. Ooh, hmm. and this is... It's like, it, there's like four rashes of smoked bacon in it, so it's not loads and loads of bacon, but it's just it a bit of a... It does make me feel a bit sick, though, the idea of mixing them. Mm, but it works. Luke, Gary and Matt. Talking telly. On the Custard TV Podcast. Oh, Gary, Funny can enough. I just ask a question that's just occurred to me quickly? Yeah. How's Mrs. McNamara? Well, Fine. he's doing babysitting yeah. later. So... No, 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 I'm not babysitting for Mrs. McNamara. Oh, no? I thought she'd no, no, no. that stage. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, she's fine. I did check on her earlier in the week. The weather has turned a little. Uh, so, <laughs> Do you know, you every know... time you talk about her, you make her sound like a tortoise. Well, no, but, you know, she's elderly. So, no, she's fine. Um, she sends her love. I don't know. She's still blissfully unaware of her internet notoriety. TV news, reviews, Gary Goes West, which is all the US stuff. Uh, then the reviews for Matt and I and Gary will chime in on the stuff he's seen, The Apprentice. And what? <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, then we will pick stuff of the week that we think is worth you watching. And then, and then you'll I... mock me for it. And then, yeah, oh, and, then I'm, yeah, and then I'm coming up the rear on the quiz, so we will well, uh, have to even... It could be level pegging very soon. No, now, Gary, head yes. west. Indeed. Ken Yong, who was in Community and uh, Films, uh, has been given a full series of his self-penned story, also kind of autobiographical stuff, Dr. Ken, where he plays a doctor, which he is a qualified doctor in real life. It's been given a full series on ABC, and as we said last week, that's always a good sign of a series, you know, doing well. But there isn't anyone in the UK picking that up yet, uh, which I think isn't is a shame. interesting how some things are picked up straight away here? Well, some things, things are picked up um, before... I mean, it, it, what's unusual is this has now been given a full season, therefore I would expect people to be clamouring over it because it's going to fill your schedule. I'm guessing it's for A, finding a space for it, and B, yeah. will it fit in with what we're currently showing? And I think e, maybe E4 eventually... I, 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 I admit I thought that the minute it was, uh, the minute it was released. Do, do, it, you, do you think that some UK broadcasters ever think anything is too American, like for an American audience, or do they think anything... No, because we've got, we've got five USA, and we've got... Fox and we've got E4 and more for predominantly American stuff. I think again as well that some of these do come in packages as well. Like um, yeah, we've said we've you like, agree. The, like the Goldbergs, for example. I think maybe came with something else. Um, um, I can't remember. Might, what, have, been the big, yeah. might have been a re- rebuy up of the Big Bang Theory. Which... Yeah, what's the what? Which network's the Big Bang Theory? Is that CBS? At CBS. CBS yeah. and uh, Goldbergs is ABC. Still oh, loving the Goldbergs people. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's interesting what we get and what we don't get. Um, and uh, a show that uh, was cancelled many years ago, but it's being brought back. Uh, it was cancelled. I think it came to an end. OK. Um, after seven seasons. The Gilmore Girls. The Gilmore Girls. Uh, this is Netflix. Or, I, I don't know if this has been 100% confirmed yet. but uh, it's sort of, I've seen various. But it's sort of, it's going to happen, but it's not been 100% confirmed uh, by Netflix. Uh, the original creator, Amy Sherman Palladino, easy for me to say, 
um, who all three of them have managed to get back together. Who uh, didn't wasn't involved in the last season, season seven, because of contract disputes. Uh, the last season was written by other writers of the show. And Gary, yes. We've been doing this a while now, and I've only just figured out that Matt may well be a Gilmore Girls fan. Go on. And wasn't well received by people in general. Uh, this yeah. is her coming back to do... They're going to be four 90-minute episodes. Uh, allegedly, most of the cast, Lauren Graham, Alexis Bledel among them, um, and... I hope he's reading this, otherwise Kelly he is Bishop. a Gilmore Girls um, The only person that might not be sort of doing it is Melissa McCarthy because obviously she's a big movie star she's now. Massive now. In the new Ghostbusters film, etc. Yes, I was a big fan. I know Luke's got an uh, issue with the Gold I've got Cooper. issues. They shouted at me. During an earthquake. Yes. As, well, if you're going to be shouted at by the Gilmore Girls, you want it to be during an earthquake because there's, there's enough going on. And then did yeah, w- from Friends walk by as well? Yes, and ignored me. But, and didn't come to my aid. When I was being shouted at, Are you sure this wasn't a girl. dream. No, it was. It was in. It was on the. It was on the Warner Brothers lot in Burbank when I lived in California, which I used to go every week to see various sitcoms taped, and I got left outside during an earthquake, as you do. Yeah. And uh, was shouted at by the Gilmore Girls. Why I don't remember. Which, which one? I don't, is that not important? The older one. Right, Lauren Graham. Yeah, I don't think I'd have minded being shouted at by the younger one. Well, I think there you go, you're it. very ageist there. <laughs> um, also, interesting in American news, uh, 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 sort of popping over here as well, we know that Community was rebooted for Series 6 on Yahoo. Yahoo, mm-hmm. which I think was trying to get into the sort of Amazon, Netflix, realm, lost $42 million by building, rebuilding Community Ooh. and showing two other series, Sin City Saints and Other Space, which no one ever even heard of over here. Um, It therefore means that I don't think they're going to be going back into this and we probably won't ever get a seventh series of Community, but we probably will get the movie that the creator foretold Mm. many years ago. Okay, so we'll review firstly something we've all seen, which is the second series of Fargo based on the Coen Brothers movie. It's a reboot um, or a reboot, if you want to do the... A reboot. Because they speak slightly Canadian, don't they? Uh, And it's... Basically, this year, based on a, a murder that takes place in a small northern American town that we think is Fargo, but we're not sure. We, it is. It's called Fargo. We're, we're fairly yes. sure of that. We've had that discussion. Yeah. There's no discussion here. You guys previewed it last week, but obviously I've now had a chance to catch up and watch it on uh, on terrestrial television. And I thought it was very good, but I think I thought that of last year's premiere, um, and I'm, I lost interest along the way. So... What, what particularly grabbed you guys? I know we previewed it last week, but now you can talk about it more openly. What particularly grabbed you about this episode? Um, well, I, for me, I think it just had a really... I mean, the first series did for me, but the second had a really interesting tone to it. I just li- I like Fargo because nothing is ever as it seems, and nothing is paint by numbers. And it's just really... Yeah, I agree. Re- really well authored, I think, by Noah Hawley, who just seems to know exactly what he's doing. I, I think I particularly liked two aspects of it. One, I really liked the shootout in the diner. I thought that was particularly well done. well done. They slowed that all down. Um, yeah. And I really liked the fact that they didn't explain anything, really. You know, usually, especially with American television, you get an over... You either get mm. a voiceover or a new character to an existing there wasn't theme. Much that, exposition. You had no to do a expo- lot of work. Yeah, there, there was no none. explanation, no previously on Fargo from last series... 
it mm. was just all straight the in. Only bit and... I suppose, the, only, the only bit I suppose you got was at the end with Brad Garrett and stuff like that. That was a bit exposition. But, sure, but I, I think should... that was to give you that kind of intro, introduction to where they're going with the series. It wasn't like before mm. the opening credits, so... But that, that to me, was very good. I mean, that, that was very reminiscent, if you ever saw the end of series one of The Sopranos, where they had the same thing. They had this massive board of who was running, and they were like... I you got to the end of a series, Gary. Yeah, you got to the end of it. How far did you, out of interest, how far did you get with The Sopranos? <laughs> series two. No, I mean, you would love American hold stuff, on, and yet all on. the big ones. No, I've watched The Wire, I've watched The West Wing. I've watched okay, that's the, two. ER. Hey, I've watched fifteen series of ER. Stick that in your pipe and smoke. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like an awful game of poker, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair, I stuck with ER as well. Well, there but... you are. <laughs> the word is hypocrite. Um, you. I can't spell it. You. But I'm weird. If you like slow developing drama with a good amount of action in it as yeah. well, but by, by slow developing, I mean they're not gonna. Yeah. I have watched. Um, I have watched the second episode, which airs on Monday on Channel Four. It is, I think, more engrossing than the first. So, Good. if either of you want to watch can it, we, we say can something it about the, the 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 why you know Monday night at nine or ten o'clock. What do we think about that for scheduling? I think Matt and I were talking about it. I think it's just Channel Four schedule is is not just full. It is it is literally coming out of its. Shirt at the moment, they are so full. Do you of stuff. think? It... Do you think it might be like? Would there be good like Homeland Fargo double bill, or would that be too much on a Sunday? <laughs> the only problem is I feel that I feel that Fargo has to be on at ten, and is Homeland on at nine? Yeah, Homeland's on at nine. Yeah, yeah. I, possibly, but I think I don't know. I mean, what else is on at night? What else is on at that time? Is is Downton on at nine on ITV, or is it on at eight? Yeah, on a yeah. Sunday. Yeah, but yeah, what, my point is, Gary, that <laughs> <laughs> Homeland on at nine on Channel Four. Yes, no, <laughs> I'm they, saying. So could they put Fargo on after Homeland? Homeland's already there. <laughs> So Homeland's there. <laughs> they That's why I was asking what would go up against it. If they're already worried that that you, Downton takes you. viewers from, from <laughs> I, I haven't got the energy. I haven't it's, got the time. I, I believe I it's think... the ITV news and then probably perspectives, which, you, to be honest, you could probably do. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, do what you want, Matt. It's it's your channel. Uh, do what you want. To sum up, thumbs up from all three of us. You know, we've yeah, all seen it now. We yeah, previewed it last week. Go, go download yeah. those previous podcasts. Uh, Matt has watched a comedy on Amazon called Red Oaks. Tell us about that. I have. I have. I love Gary. the way he goes. I'm so confused tonight. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the, you know, the question mark at the end. Well, I'm, I'm about to eat me dinner, so go for it, Matt. Come on. You watched it? Did you not watch the pilot of this? Because it was it was during yes. when they did this that big the one pilot the tennis season. club, isn't it? In the eighties, it is. It's like a country yeah. club, um, and it stars. I like to say our own Craig Roberts. You know, from he's a Welsh actor. Um, was in uh, a film called Submarine, which was directed by Richard Iowadi, and he was also in uh, a couple of episodes of the final series of Skins. Uh, here, he plays a, a young chap. I, I'm no good with names. I, I'm doing no, that's Gary. the other one. Hello, that's my role. I'm doing, I'm doing Gary Goes West, so nobody knows anything okay, no. in this. He plays uh, a young lad who's sort of in his first summer from college. Uh, his dad gets him a job at uh, Red Oaks, the country club, where he's sort of the junior tennis coach. David is the character's name. 
Uh, right. Craig Roberts is very good, uh, and there's an actor called Ennis Esmar who plays his boss, uh, Nash, who's sort of the comedy element of it. I think my issue with it is a lot of the characters are quite thinly drawn, and mm. you can sort of see that um, where it's going, like uh, David's girlfriend, Karen, is sort of being tempted away by a photographer. David's sort of, his eyes are being turned by like a more alternative girl who is the daughter of the president of Red Oaks. Well, you just uh, know so that's going to end in trouble kind of thing, From a storyline perspective, you can see exactly where it's going. But I like oh, the characters. Also... I, think, I think it's well written and it's a really easy watch because it's only sort of, you know, 25, 26 minutes. I, I often uh, wonder though, I, do you find, I mean... Oh. Things are on Amazon so people can, like the same they are on Netflix, so people can do this thing we keep talking about, which is binge on them. And I often find it far easier, oddly, although they're longer, to binge on a drama. I don't often binge on a comedy. This is sort of something that's good if you've got a spare half hour. Just A programme like Red Oaks isn't one you have to sort of particularly concentrate on because no. there's no great emphasis. Is it laugh out loud? I mean, not that that really matters, really, but it... Um, it there are some, awesome, as I said before, um, David's boss, uh, Nash, not for a family audience, let's Indeed. say. No. Indeed. But no. I, enjoy, I enjoy it as sort of a... But it's not something um, that I'd sort of go out my way to watch, maybe on a regular basis, but... If I've got an odd half an hour ago, in that, yeah, in that is... case, step, in that case, stepping all over my original point, I suppose it is good that they're all there because if you had to mm. wait a week, you probably wouldn't bother, would you? Yeah. Well, that's would... right. I mean, some people when we when we talked about the Goldbergs before, we said it was great that they were showing it every night on E4 because you really got into the characters quite quickly, rather than having mm. to wait a week like you do now with most traditional you know sitcoms that they buy. From if this was on a terrestrial channel that I might still not go out of my way to watch it but watch it if it was on because you yeah. don't need to watch maybe every episode because oh, it's, it's one of the sort of standalone is it yeah. yeah well there is sort of a continuing plot but as I said earlier you know you sort of know where it's going so it's not yeah. You don't have to watch every episode because I'm sure you could catch up with it quite easily. I, I don't know if either of you watched the reboot of The Muppet Show or The Muppets, as it's now known, that was on Sky One earlier no. this week. Did either of you see it? No. I watched this because I have a fond memory of The Muppets as a child. And, I, well, I, and it was your pick of the week. And it was my pick of the week, of course, and we all know that I have to stick to that. Um, <laughs> basically, the premise is, is that Muppets are now uh, involved in producing a talk show which Miss Piggy hosts. Very kind of American late night talk show, you know, Conan O'Brien, something like that. Um, and the the main focus on it is the fact that now Miss Piggy and Kermit are not together. It, this wasn't really that funny. There were no real laugh out loud gags, unfortunately. There were some moments of, of humour, uh, but nothing sort of that you hadn't seen before. And if you, I, I was thinking that if you put people in this place, it would never have got past episode two. The Muppets of the 70s was a very clean cut, you know, it was it was for children of all ages. This is more your late teenager adult type people who grew up with the Muppets, 18 to 24 demographic, 18 to 34 demographic. And I think that's fine. It's a very clever premise in the way in which they do it. They do it very sort of, you know, talking head style, you know, they interview them and, you know, follow them around on what they're doing. And apparently later on, uh, the Swedish chef does a karaoke version of uh, Rapper's Delight. So um, look forward to that. 
Very contemporary. Very contemporary. Uh, and <laughs> lastly from me, one of my biggest recommendations of the year, and this is automatically going on my list for the shows of the year, Mr. Robot, that was shown on the USA Network in America and has recently come to Amazon Prime. I didn't read an awful lot about this before I watched it. I saw a few articles on the internet, people saying it was really good, and I thought I'd give episode one a go for the podcast. Oh, this is a thank wonderful... Thank you, Gary. Thank you. It's a pleasure. <laughs> I can't describe this show without comparing it to other things, because I think it is... It's so weird. It's basically a TV version of The Fight Club, with elements uh, of... But are you awful... allowed to discuss that? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's, you know, only in the third rule. Uh, the, and also a bit of Orphan Black, or the way it's shot and the, the anarchic way in which it's put together. There's a little bit of Dexter in there. The main character, who's not called Mr. Robot, is a hacker who, in his spare time, actually uh, uh, sort of highlights people's bad points. So he, in the first episode, the first scene, he confronts a shop owner who's also running a prostitution ring and child pornography ring, and he says, look, unless you, you know, you've got to change your ways, and the guy tries to sort of bribe his way through it, so he sends all the information to the police, and the police arrive. So you think it's that kind of, like, good, bad type situation that you got in Dexter, where he was a serial killer himself, but only killed serial killers. But then it moves into a very quick uh, world conspiracy, global banking, uh, anarchic uh, situation. Mr. Robot is the name of the character that Christian Slater plays, who is in charge of a, 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 a group called F Society, and they basically hack into a company called E Corp, uh, who are basically either Apple, Google, you know, Facebook, whatever you want to put on them. You know, they're, they're, even though those companies exist in this world, E Corp is the, the, the sort of you know the representation of those companies, and it's fascinating. The acting is amazing. Um, the, the the way in which it flows. I mean, episode eight will leave you on the floor. In my opinion, emotionally. Were you um, watching on a beanbag? Yeah. No, I just think I, th- I think what they've done is they they build up and build up and build up, and then it, I, I can't give away the reveal, but it it just takes you. You don't see it coming, yet it fits perfectly with everything you've seen before. Let's do some reviews, uh, Matt. Hello. Quickly, strictly. Strictly, Strictly, this week on Strictly, um, Anton Dubeck topped the leaderboard uh, for the first, well, the second time in 12 years with his partner, Katie Derham. Uh, there was a lot of uh, couples on 32 points. Going home this week uh, was Daniel O'Don, all he's done with the series after oh. after three weeks. Uh, seemingly, his uh, large fan base uh, didn't keep him in, probably because a lot of them are already in bed by eight o'clock when voting lines open. Um, or they were—they haven't got an outside line. Yeah, that's true. Perhaps <laughs> um, <laughs> first nine before they can vote. Although he did get to do his last dance as a pilot, so there you go. Well, um, yeah. next week. Every cloud. Um, and while we're on reality shows, The Apprentice, yeah. we're now three yeah. episodes in to the... Ele- is it the 11th or the 12th series? I'm a little bit lost. 11th. Um, 11th. Yeah. Before we talk about the candidates and the tasks and what we think of it this year, there are a few things on The Apprentice now in its 11th series I just wish they would get rid of and move things along quicker. A, do we really need uh, shots of... 
you know, Sir Alan or Lord Sugar saying, send the candidates in, please. That's all a bit yeah. unnecessary. Also, do we need to know that they've only got 15, 20 minutes to get somewhere and then they all <coughs> rush out? And well, they, do, they, does they, that they, need to happen? Do you watch your fired? Yes. Because they then sort of mocked that a little bit. Ramesh Ranganathan, there I've got his name in, oh. did, a bit, did a bit where he showed how ridiculous it is. And they did ask the candidate who got fired this week, you know, mm. do you think you can do it all in 20 minutes? And I often thought that was a stupid, like, you know... So, yeah, so why do they do that? And also, you know, do we need to see Lord Sugar taking them to somewhere which is just vaguely... Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Related to the task that they're going to do. Oh, well, I... It is because if it, they didn't do all that, then it would be an hour long. What would you put in its place then? Just more of the task, or I put, yeah, I think the tasks and the bit where Lord Sugar is inter- interrogating them is the best bit. Yeah. All the bits, all the other bits, like you have twenty minutes to get ready, but and you need could... those. You need those ga- you, It can't be all action. It needs. I think you need some sort of. Rest- need all right, but they, they, you know, I agree that I agree there that you do need the tension to build and to do that. Oh, it's not tension. I don't think it's this tension. And I think but... like you've got the task and you've got the interrogation that bit like it's like why they have the bridge cafe scenes because you need it can't just go yeah i know you need that well you need you need them chatting about how it's failed lord sugar will see you now bit because it's part of that it's part of the rest there's different music isn't there and stuff you know that's that's what it is luke that's it i just think after 11 years we don't really because we know she's not really on the phone to them not it's not because we've had it so long it's just because it is part of the structure of the show Mm. At least they got rid of that stupid Amstrad phone at the house that mm. nobody except them owned and that Alan Sugar was trying to pedal. And the it's now some sort of old style phone. The I don't understand is why they're always given only 20 minutes to get ready. I suppose it's I because they're showing that they should be ready at any time to do anything. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not, they're not it's just... It's usually like six in the morning when they're all asleep. And Gary, the point is that they're all asleep. They should be yeah. asleep. They're allowed to sleep. Because it's six in the morning. Six yeah. in the morning, you get a phone call, you've got 20 minutes to shower, get your clothes on and get out of the house. And that thing where he takes them to somewhere that's vaguely connected yeah, to I where like they go. Yeah, I like that. It's a bit silly. I like it. I, I, I disagree. I respect what I thought was hilarious this week, point. Uh, he said, I'm sorry, I've got some business to attend to. That, that and, was a bit cheesy and, as and, well. And do you do your business in a fake studio... Yeah, would I, what you have the boardroom in, you know, sorry. <laughs> you work in a real but office, Sir Alan. Despite those... being projected onto things. Yeah. yeah. I think despite those minor niggles, I think it, of all the shows we discuss year after year, oh, this yeah. is still 
Still my favorite, one of my favorites. Every favorites, year, I think. You, 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 you get amazed with the idiots that they put on there or how they portray themselves. And then over the weeks, you begin slowly to like people. And, and I, I haven't for... reached the liking people point Well, I, yet. The, I've read Matt's excellent articles on the website. And I, and I think I, the, the reason I think the rankings are good is I think I can see where you're, you know, you moved Gary and Brett up quite a lot this week. And in the first couple of weeks, you mm. couldn't stand them. Well, that's because I knew I was talking to you tonight, and I thought I'd have to... Is it Jenny that got fired? Yeah. She was fairly anonymous the first two weeks. It's usually... Uh, I always find week three, it is someone who's been anonymous for the first two weeks. Yeah. Does a little thing and then goes. A good series of The Apprentice, I think. I think this is going to be a win. I, mean, I think the two candidates to watch out for who are the most entertaining for me are Richard, who's the sort of Ricky Gervais... Yeah. Know, Corporate speak needs to do everything. Everything needs to be his. All the good ideas need to be his. I reckon he'll be kept in till almost the end, but get fired near the end. And also, lovely Ruth. I love Ruth. Yeah, the the only thing about Daniel is I think... pronounced jaw and her uh, patchwork jacket. And her clown clothes. Clown clothes. Turning round on that, the digital (laughs) billboard. That actually, I watched that on, um, when was it? On Thursday, Thursday evening, because I've been Mm -hmm. out. So I watched it. Last thing before I went to bed, and it gave me nightmares. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you closed your eyes and dreamt about her. Then no, it was just like that. No, just that recurring like image. Just turning around and goes. What do, what do we think? What do we think? The only real change this year was, is is Claude. Don't think he's Nick. You know, but no, he's he never gonna be Nick. Of, he can't do the sort of quick summations that. No. Like Karen, I think got into it straight away. She knew sort of what she had to do. He hasn't either got the facial expressions or the when they yeah. put him for a brief analysis. But I, mean, I think he came out remember... this week when he yeah. revealed I can speak fluent French, you know, and they were all struggling. You know, he kind of showed that kind of maniacal look. We all like, remember I'm so Nicky was hat shop. Uh, oh, yeah. Episode, the King of Tonga. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I I loved uh, Nick. And whenever he's spelling I mean, anything at a fair, it was always it. gonna it was always gonna be hard to replace Nick. But I think they've done the best they can, really. Yeah. And I think Karen is surprisingly feisty this year, which yeah. I really like. He's kind really... of taken over the Nick role. You know, she's the senior member of the the, the out and about team. Yeah. So. And I loved her last night on the selling task. Her just. Oh, did. Yeah. Pained expression. It was almost up there with the coach trip one from last year. Oh, my, they my have only bettered that. Is, in these last two weeks, we've done the, we've done the um, the advertising task, which is always a good one, and now we've done the go round and get various things, and they've done it in two countries. Those were two of my favourite tasks, mm. and I'm only slightly. And they're doing the picking well, items the, the... to take to a goods fair next week. Yeah, and that that's an old favourite, so. I don't know, I just, I like the dash around getting, you know, trying to work out what a cloche is or a, you know. Or lever's lace. Yeah, lever's lace. You know, I like My all of that. I like all of that. Yeah, I, I like that one. So to get rid of it in week well, three. Well, Gary, what gonna... we can do is give you a, a list of nine things and you can rush around if you want. Well, yeah, that'd be yeah. great. We'll give you a list of nine programmes to watch by to next watch. week. Yeah. Let's see how many you'll see. Unforgotten, which uh, Matt and I praised um, uh, initially, then Gary enjoyed it on getting oh, there, well done, well done, uh, yeah. and 
I put my two pennies in. Still the best ITV drama of the year, uh, by a long shot. Um, basically, because I haven't liked any other ITV drama. But the second episode, did I did struggle to be completely 100% engaged with it. I'll be honest. As much as I value the performances from Nicola Walker and Tom Courtney particularly... I think that I struggled to engage with it when it got more police procedural, which obviously it we had to. We did say that, didn't we? We did say yeah. that it was. It always was going to have but to. Again, I don't think they overdid it. It's still like at the preliminary stages of the... It's episode. still understated. Yeah, nobody, still nobody's don't know being, the nobody's being questioned at the police station. It's all very no. informal, and you saw yeah. the different level of reactions from uh, Trevor uh, Eve's character... To others who seemed more happy to discuss, I liked. I liked it. I, I, I thought yeah, it was I solid. I thought I, 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 there were elements of the first episodes where I thought mm, this isn't going anywhere, and then you got that good reveal. This was solid all the way through. Nicola on, Walker this again. This is BAFTA winning stuff. You know that emotion that she's sowing and you, the the intrigue of the story relating to her mother, um, and that line that she came out with about what am I here for? You can tell that. That's got something to do with her own personal uh, story as well as what's going on. Fart- in fighting demons, though. I hope. No, I God. don't think it's that. I think she's going to find things out oh, about well, the family. The spirits. Yeah, yeah, very similar. <laughs> or maybe she'll start merging with trees. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's anywhere near as paid by numbers as. As we think, as we thought from from Darkness and River were to an extent. I I, I said this to Matt, and I doubt Gary will have even noticed, but I can't shake the idea that Trevor Eve is basically playing his version of Lord Sugar in that role as business. Yeah, Zara, they, they, yeah, it? business are who, who tells people to get out of his room. Yeah, yeah. What I like is well, the number of red herrings. You 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 are not going to know who's done it till they reveal it which is great. You know, there was the red herring of the guy whose wife has got dementia screaming, I know what you did. And that's just, to me, that's far too early in the series for me to even take that seriously as a storyline that's going to lead to the killer. And finally, The Returned Returned! Uh, series, Series two of the French zombie drama. Now, this will surprise people who listen to the podcast. Gary, who we know and love, Thanks. Uh, never saw <laughs> who we know. Uh, has ne- said it now. It's out there. N- never seen past, and this this genuinely did shock me in my little chair. It never saw past the first episode of the original French. Drama. Well, I think I may have seen episode two because I do remember talking about it with Matt because we did like certain things. We liked the lighting and the music, so I think I maybe watched episode two, but certainly not much more more than that. <laughs> Right, um, that was good. Um, and then you saw some of the American one, perhaps more of the American remake than the possibly French four or five episodes of the American one, just to make sure. To me, apart from it being a foreign drama with subs, this has everything in it that you would gravitate towards. It's on my Netflix list. Don't get me wrong, but you keep giving me other things to watch, and they're good. So but this was last year. <laughs> no, well, it was two years ago. Well, it's not going anywhere, is it? I don't know, things do expire be, off Netflix. So Matt and, Matt and I watched the uh, return of The Return. One really only complaint was it was very dark. In play. I literally couldn't see it at times. You mean so dark, dark as in and lighting rather than dark as in subject? Yeah. Right. Well, the subject is dark, but it, well, you... it was 
genuinely dark in places so much so that I just wish somebody would go into a room and switch a light on so that I could watch it. And also, because they didn't do any... It would have been nice to have a previously on The Returned, really, just to get you back in mm. the, the scheme of things. I didn't see Series 1 when it was on two years ago. I saw Series 1 you two months ago. Didn't... Two months ago on Netflix. I watched them all when I, I was well, ill. Well, you should be able to remember, shouldn't you? Did more 4 have like a little capsule or Channel 4 do I'm like not a sure. little three-minute catch-up or something? Maybe they did, but yeah. yeah. So my point was that I saw it so recently and still didn't particularly remember. Um, so I think people were As I out. said to I, you, I mean, do you want to um, key this up? You know, this is sort of six months, isn't it, after the original... Uh, events and um, it all got flooded at the end, didn't it? Yes. And then it's now some of it, some of the town is still flooded. A lot of the citizens have moved away. Thankfully, none of the characters that we're following have moved away. They're all still there. And That's ironic, isn't it? Yeah. And also, as I said to you, uh, it's nice to see that the uh, town hairdresser has stayed on to give them all new haircuts. Uh, yes, and it. age them a little bit. Because the creator and, and stuff of the this series from France has come over here and, and done some interviews and said the reason it had such a long gap was because it's just not... the television industry in France doesn't work quickly enough. But unfortunately that really damages mm. a show like The Returned where the premise is that some of the characters are unable to age... And then you have a young boy who's key to the plot. Who have they established that they're unable because they've come back at the age they were when they died? But are yeah, they I, I, I think that they established that with. They haven't est- established sort of the mythology of it because we know that they are the same age when they died, when they come back, but they haven't specifically said. Now they're back, they are going to stay that age. I don't think... I th- I thought, and I th- saw it recently, I thought I saw... I thought I... A pussycat? Remember. Well, no, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I remember in the Adele episode where she's confronted by her husband, or her... Mm. was going to be her husband, that he said he would never age and he would always mm. be... But I could be... How does that he know? How does he know? I don't know how he knows. I don't know anything about The Return, and that's part of the reason I do love it. Um... Mm. But I didn't find this as engaging as I wanted to. No. I wasn't on the edge of my bed. Um, what a great! Right. I mean, it is a like a classic series two ep one where it is very much actually, since yeah. in the last six months the people who sort of the returned who'd left the the village um, or the town or whatever were are now living in this sort of makeshift area. Mm. Where it's all all the returned are there, and they're sort of being patrolled by Simon and the waitress from the bar or the lake pub, um, and yeah, it you you don't know, and I don't think they told you enough to keep you as engaged. No, that's what you're no. trying to say, isn't it, Luke? And I did have, I do have an, a slight issue with it, in as much as I. I'm not 100% sure, and I hope I'm proved wrong, but I'm not 100% sure that they really know what it is they're trying to say or what the eventual end well, game's going to be. you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you? absolutely, but I just hope that it doesn't... I think Because I, I was so... a bit disheartened when that other girl came back and, you know, more hmm. returned people. I was just thinking, I hope there's not a returned person it's every week. Victor's mum. Yeah. Um, no, the young the young girl that wanted to find Yeah, Camille. the young girl, but then Victor's mum as well. Yeah. So I just hope it just doesn't go round and round in circles with people coming back 
every five yeah. minutes. But you know. it's inter- I'm still interested in it, though. Oh, I am interested yeah. in it, and I love the stag for, for no other reason than you don't see a stag walking around a shopping centre every day. Can I just add as well, um, my pick of the week last week, because Return was yours. Um, I don't remember what yours was. Mine was Together, which I know now you've... That's got- right. And I'd like to hear your opinions on Together. Together I watched, but I don't think it was overly well promoted aside from you. And that's why I watched it. uh, Because Mm. it's very rare that the two of us disagree completely on something. And so I thought thought there would be something in there that I would like if you liked it. And and Vicky Pepper, although Carla Theobald and Johnny Sweet, who are the leads of the title together, uh, for me it's the supporting cast of... Of uh, Vicky Pepperdine and Alex McQueen that are really good, and I think it's just a very sweet and believable comedy. Yeah. Not laugh out loud, but 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 sometimes there really surprises you. Moments. And I yeah. would, I would say the upcoming episode, episode four, which is based around uh, Sean Bean war drama Sharp, is particularly uh, funny. I can't wait for that. Uh, but I do I do think it's just one of those hidden gems that we get every once in a while. That sweet, very genuine. There's no malice in the show at all. It's just, and it's nice people who you can root for. We don't get enough of them on TV. We normally get you know people with demons or with you know pass or Maybe quite the spirit, yeah. yeah. I just, so I think it's really well done, and I, I think it should be commended. There were three on iPlayer. It's called Together. Find it, watch it. You'll enjoy it. You want me to uh, pick of the week first, or what? Yes, although I'm annoyed because you're going to pick my pick of the week. But yeah, go. Is it going to be catastrophe? No, it wasn't. Okay, I've still got one. Okay, go. catastrophe. Uh, Tuesday, 10 p.m. Channel Four. This is the second series of the Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney comedy that me and Luke really enjoyed, and Gary thought was yeah. a bit crass. It, well, it was a bit crass, to yeah, be fair. That's but, why we enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. And it, oddly, the second series being in the same year as the first, only sort of, you know, nine, ten months after... Never happens. ...January, February. This is part of uh, Channel 4's big sort of celebration of their comedy output, which also include the final series of Peep Show and Fresh Meat and Toast of London. Gritty new police drama on 8pm. When did I last prom- promote an 8pm show? Uh, Cuffs is a brand new drama, uh, police drama from Judy Geary, who you may remember a few years ago wrote Prisoners Wise, which Matt and I were very keen on, and Matt and Gary enjoyed as well, actually. Yeah, I did. Um, so she wrote that. This is an 8pm drama that does the unthinkable and does not feel like an 8pm drama in the slightest. It feels when you like... first said that on Twitter, I did point out that you enjoyed the initial run of Waterloo Road with um, I, yeah, I did, but this is... That was a little bit lightweight, throwaway. This is, you know, keep your wits about your proper characters, proper story, proper violence in Ashley places. Ashley Walters it's... and Amanda Abington. Uh, Amanda Abington from Sherlock, Ashley Walters from So Solid. It was always going to happen. Um, well, I just and, think until it's really I realised, well yeah, as part of uh, BBC Three's great documentaries, Professor Green, Suicide and <laughs> Me. Mm. Um, yeah. First off, because I've realised now he's not a real professor and he's got a real name. Um, but also, you know, I, I just think. This could be one of those things where people talk about it, not because he's on it, because this mm. is just a subject that just doesn't get talked about on television. No, yeah. Um, and I actually get and the I... impression that he could be very, very good. Uh, he was very funny on Buzzcocks and actually kind of kind of warming. You kind of warm to him, despite the fact he's a rapper and tattooed up and as a persona. I kind of get the impression I'm going to like this and like him. 
that is um, Catastrophe Tuesday, 10 o'clock, Channel 4 from Matt. Uh, Cuffs, 8pm on BBC One. Although, nine o'clock, if you watch the first series of The Affair, the second series is just as good in my view and it starts at 9 o'clock on Wednesday. You've got to have two, Luke. I know. <laughs> That's my job. And if you want to, though, I'm giving people the option. And also, uh, Suicide and Me, that's with Professor Green, and that's on BBC Three at nine on Tuesday. My favourite bit of the podcast, the quiz. Indeed. Well, it's what we all live for every week. The numbers are five, four. Matt, you can go first this week. You pick a Aww. number between one and ten. It's one, five, four ten. to Matt. Um, we'll, I'll go for number five, please, Gary. Thank you. British actor John Altman is best known for playing which character? <laughs> oh, I hate Nick you. Cotton on EastEnders. Correct. Luke, over to you. Pick a number between one and ten, not number five. Fight. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, number six, please. Number six. Which sitcom character is known for saying, We're doomed? We're do- I'll cry. I don't know that. I've I don't know that. Uh, that didn't help. I didn't, I didn't help. <laughs> I know the show, um, but I couldn't tell you the character's name either. No, sorry, that's a no. Uh, it's a private phraser that's from Army. The, um, of Dad's oh. Army. Of which I saw the trailer today for the remake, the film. I will Not have numbers five or six. Please, Gary, thank you. What number, oh, sorry? Ten, please. Ten? Oh, okay. Which popular television <laughs> and film character is Ow. the son of Sarek and Amanda? <laughs> if he knows this, he's Googling. Sarek and Amanda? Uh, time limit, Gary. I'll go uh, Superman. No, that well, that's, that's Jor-El. Come on. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Come Spock. Come on, Matt. Who was it? Spock. Mr. Spock. Oh, Human okay. mother, Vulcan father. Come on, everybody knew that. <laughs> okay, so to take it to tiebreaker, to take it to deadline, <laughs> Luke, you can't have five, six, or ten. I don't want them. I want number one. You want number one. Oh, dear. Which British television channel was Europe's yeah. first to broadcast regularly in colour? I have BBC One. Sorry, it's BBC Two. I knew you'd struggle with that one. I had a feeling you were going to say ITV. I nearly did, but then I thought, well, it wouldn't be the first. So, Matt, after complaining, gets his way uh, and takes a poor lead going into the home straight. We're now only, what, eight shows away from Christmas, possibly? Wow. (laughs) We may have to do nine just to make it even. Well, yeah. Well, no. So I yeah, lose man. again. It's amazing how demoralising it is to lose. That last known BG stuff. Always good temporary. Well, or hot chocolate. I don't. Everyone's a loser. 
Okay, uh, that is it from me. You can follow me on Twitter and Matt on Twitter and Gary on Twitter. We are at Luke Custer TV, at Matt's TV Bites and at The Gary Show. Um, we're on Facebook, so we don't update it half as often as I should. Facebook.com for us as The Custer TV. Doesn't it get auto-updated from the website? Oh, I wish it did. Yeah. And we are online at thecustardtv.com and we are subscribable to on iTunes should you want to get the podcast delivered to the MP3 player of your choosing as soon as it is uploaded by us. Uh, Gary is off to babysit uh, and you've yep. got to finish your baking, I presume, yes, Matt. I've got well. some what, what, icing to do. What will you be doing, Luke? I'm going to go and sit down. Good plan. Yeah. yeah. Take the way you know that you're babysitting. Will the person you're babysitting be awake at this time, or will they? Be no, a... no, no. They'll be. You... They'll, they'll, no, I, I will strictly be there to monitor, to not, sit, not hand over uh, any kind of responsibility of parenting. I'm literally just nah. a, a parent uh, uh, light. You're basically a body in a room. The only thing you're like, a body, a body <laughs> in a room uh, with fridge privileges. <laughs> they had you at fridge privileges, <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> Okay, well, join us next time. This has been the Custard TV Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.